Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nairby from SerialAndGrapeJuice.com. I'm Nairby on Instagram. I'm Nairby on Twitter. I'm also Nairby in feminist horror movies. Speaking of which, it's time for another episode of Degrassi Buddy. It's episode 18. And in this episode, we are wrapping up Degrassi High Season 1 with the final two episodes of Season 1. Yes, right. It's only going to be a two-episode recap because, damn it, we're going to start Season 2 next time. Before we do, I just want to say, give a shout out again to uh, Narbos and Broomheads, Degrassi Podcast. They have multiple people on there. They have a teacher on there, apparently, who gives a... Uh, uh, they review the, the classic Degrassi stuff, so they, they, have, they have that teacher, right? He's like, I'm a teacher, and I can offer perspective in teaching stuff and that stuff and more. So if you want more than just my stupid, lame perspective, go there. They're not giving me money, so don't go there. Forget about them. And also... Find episodes of Degrassi Buddy also, not only on the CEOandGrapeJuice.com, but also on SoundCloud, also on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Tell your friends, or else you hate kittens. Right, Sally? Right? My kitty. She agrees. Anyway, let's get on with it. Let's start with uh, Degrassi High, Season 1, Episode 14, entitled, It Creeps. Air date, February 6th, 1990. We start with Lucy... She's at her house, typing away. She's wearing a Skippy peanut butter shirt because she's awesome. And she's typing up a screenplay and narrating in her own head. She describes a scene as a male chauvinist is taking a shower when a mystery person enters and stabs him to death, a la Psycho. The part of the male chauvinist in this bit is played by Dumb Simon. (laughs) And during this scene, this narration, Lucy says in her head, this is going to be a great movie. Which, uh, based on that scene alone, I have to disagree with because uh, not 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 because it's it's going to be a feminist horror movie, but because they did a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho in the '90s and it sucked ass. But we eventually find out that this was not a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho, but they still copied the classic scene. Anyway, anyway, well, I do remember that when I watched this episode on its original air date back in the day in 1990, and I, I thought Simon actually got killed there and was thinking to myself my god they killed off dumb Simon it's gonna be a murder episode a whodunit episode and then the credits came back and we eventually see dumb Simon back to life (laughs) anyway after that we got the intro after the intro the janitor is mopping up out in in the hallways as Mr. Wallfish is handing back scripts scripts that students wrote and Lucy is excited as she got an A plus on hers Wallfish then assigns the class to write a stage play for the theater. Class ends and Lucy thanks Mr. Wallfish for the A+. And she says that she was tired of women being portrayed as victims all the time. Which is for the most part true back in the day in the classic slasher movies. Uh, you know, well actually, I, I don't know how you could, actually you know what, you know, I am a rabid Friday the 13th fan. I have every one of the movies. I have the freaking collection on Blu-ray. I also have Halloweens and and uh, Night Ride Elm Streets. I can't name, I can't think of one single Friday the 13th movie, even a Halloween Michael Myers movie, where one of the survivors at the end was not a female. So I have to disagree with Lucy. It's always the men getting the rough shot, the rough side of the deal. So anyway, but I will say this. Betsy Palmer as Jason Voorhees' mother in the first Friday the 13th. That was phenomenal. If you had never seen that and you're a Friday the 13th fan, you got to watch the original, Friday the 13th, part one. Betsy Palmer is uh, Pamela Voorhees. She only shows up near the end, but she is just excellent. 
Yes, so trust me, I'm a Friday the 13th connoisseur and have been since my mom let us watch it when we were definitely not old enough to do so. So what you gonna do? Lucy then asks Wallfish if she can do, if she can make her It Creeps screenplay into a movie for the next assignment instead of doing the uh, screenplay for the theater. And he says no at first, but uh, Lucy, Heather, and Tim quickly, they keep egging on him and egging on him and Wallfish basically says he'll think about it to come with him to, with uh, stuff, with uh, storyboards and whatnot, and he'll think about it. And this excites Lucy and the gang. They leave, and then they just start discussing the actors. Lucy suggests Dumb Simon, because he is, after all, an actor, apparently. <laughs> Heather says that she wants Wheels to be in it so they can kill him. Lucy agrees and says that she can get all the zits in it. And she said that she wants Caitlin to play the lead. As Caitlin has done some plays in the past, and Caitlin is also a feminist. Tim says he can get some ketchup to use his fake blood from his uncle's restaurant. We then cut where we see Shane in the school in the lobby. He's talking to Luke. And when Spike uh, sees Shane in the distance, she and Liz quickly walk away. Shane gets angry with Luke, calls him a dumb jerk, and he should be kicked in the head. As he obviously has some kind of uh, brain damage after jumping off of the bridge in Degrassi Junior High. Luke eventually calms Shane down and says that he'll stay with Shane, who says that he wants to see her. And Spike and Liz quickly walk away in the other direction. And uh, this is, in my opinion, I don't know the the name of the actor who portrays Shane, but this is definitely his best performance as the Shane character. Uh, I remember seeing back in the day at this time a commercial or two uh, featuring the this guy, this actor who plays Shane, and it featured him, and I believe it was, it was his real-life father who seemed to actually have similar brain issues that Shane portrayed in this episode. So the actor portraying Shane did a really good job portraying this Shane. So obviously he has experience dealing living with it. So he, this was his best acting performance because he he knows what it's all about. Anyway, the next day, Caitlin is giving a copy of is given a copy of Lucy's script to read. Caitlin says that she'd like to be in the movie, but she has a lot going on with her court case and exams. Lucy says that filming is on Saturday and Caitlin says she has to study for aforementioned upcoming exams. Lucy persists asking Caitlin if she wants to be a part of the first feminist horror movie ever made. And that's when they bump into Claude or Claude. And upon seeing Claude, Caitlin gets a little perked up and she asks Lucy if all the guys get killed. Lucy says that yes they do. And that's when Caitlin agrees to play the role. <laughs> Later, the Zits are reading the script, and they're iffy about it. They're iffy about being in the movie until Lucy guilt trips them, basically. <laughs> After she reminds them that she helped them film their music video for free, Snake asks what they're going to have to do, and Lucy says that they're victims, and they just have to get killed. Snake then says that it could be fun, and the rest of the Zits agree to be in the movie. Later on, Lucy has he, she asks dumb Simon to be in the movie, and he's excited because he gets to be in a real movie and have lines. Whereas in the past, he's only been in commercials where he's had no lines. Well, come on, man. He, he was the dude. Remember remember when he first showed up in Degrassi Junior High? He was the dude. No, actually, no. Wasn't it when he returned? It was over the summer break, right? Yeah, that's right. The final season of Degrassi Junior High where they returned. And Degrassi Junior High had added a ninth grade. Simon returned and he was the dude. 
Yeah, he was the dude, so stop your whining. Get some acting lessons. But he's happy, he's ecstatic, he gets to be in a real movie. Then Alexa asks for the part for her, Lucy says no, which makes Alexa quickly go into pouting mode. <laughs> Lucy then quickly offers the job of script assistant to Alexa, is she happy? Is she just happily accepts. Later on, Shane is, is uh, inside the school with Luke again, and they're waiting for Spike. Yeah, so that's going to take off, what, an hour or two? Maybe. Hi. Hi. How are you? Fine, how are you? They're letting me out by myself, so I guess I'm better. That's good. So We have to go to class now, okay? So we'll see you later. Fine. Go ahead and walk away, you dumb jerks. See if I care. You should be kicked in the head. Kicked in the head? He's creepy. Come on, man. Better get going. Yep. I just want to reiterate again, this is definitely the the actor who portrays this. He's definitely very good. He knows what he's doing here. Ah, <sighs> Shane. Anyway, go to Wallfish's class. Lucy shows him the storyboard for her movie. And she asks for approval to for the film to to film in the school and Wallfish officially agrees to do it they tell Wallfish that they're going to need somebody a, a teacher to be there to supervise and Wallfish says that he'll do it and the next day is filming day as everyone meets up outside of the school and Wallfish arrives we then go to scene one being filmed where Caitlin is leading dumb Simon and the zits into the school which is apparently in the script and abandons haunted school of some sort Simon is dressed as a football player. Joey is a nerd. Wheels is basically dressed as himself. And Snake is dressed as a leather-bound biker. And he cannot act for shit. <laughs> ah, you're right, Debbie. The door is open. <laughs> Caitlin, who is playing Debbie, the lead role, says she's going to go check the abandoned school out. And Joey accidentally calls her Caitlin when they're trying to get her to come back, which forces Lucy to stop filming, and she's upset that the Zits are not taking the project seriously as Wheels says that the movie isn't very scary. Lucy tells them that she knows what she's doing as she's the one who got the A+. It can't, it can't really be easy filming uh, horror movies. Well, uh, actually, I've, been, I've kind of been in a horror movie as a bit part of an independent film. Two of them, actually. It was fine. But I didn't get to play a killer or anything. I, I, in one, I played a cop who uh, went and eventually discovered the kidnapped missing girl and brought her to safety, so I saved the day. And then in another movie, it was just a bit part where I, I had a phone call with the lead actress. I was initially offered a, a major, a, a somewhat more, well, definitely more prominent role as somebody who just goes psycho and among other, with other people, haunts and torments the lead actress, but uh, unfortunately I couldn't show up for filming the day they needed me, so I was given the bit part of the lead actress's agent. Yeah, damn it, I could have been a superstar. Anyway, we cut to the scenes, we cut to scene six where Biker Snake is wandering the hall alone. He's acting casual, or rather he's, he's terribly acting casual. <laughs> I mean, he's just going, dum, 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 dum. Like, oh, God. But they obviously wanted him to do this. Snake. <sighs> he stops at a hallway intersection. He puts his hand up and he looks both ways like he's going to cross the street. 
and he chooses one direction and he trips over a rotten skeleton. He turns to it to curse it out, but upon seeing that it's a skeleton, he yells out, Oh! <laughs> Which Joey and Wheels and Simon laugh their asses off at, but Lucy's not happy with Snake's god-awful performance. Wheels remarks to Joey that the whole thing is so fake and nobody would be afraid of it. And Joey replies, remember, this is a feminist horror film, which Lucy overhears. They set up the reshoot for the scene that Snake just screwed up with his god-awfulness. We cut to a scene in the locker room. Dumb Simon is taking a shower, and then he breaks character in the middle of it, wanting to know why his character would want to take a shower all of a sudden. Which uh, I would have to say is kind of true. If, if the story is these students are t- checking out an abandoned school, why does one of them all of a sudden want to take a shower? Uh, I guess you had to be there. I don't know. Lucy tells dumb Simon that it's in the script and just do it. And Simon is still confused as Alexa tells him not to think, just act. <laughs> Come on, man. We've seen dumb Simon in the past. He can't, even, he can't do either of those too well, man. Damn. The next scene takes place in the hall with Wheels and dumb Simon. They're slowly walking and cautiously looking around the corner when a bang takes place in a nearby classroom. Wheels, well... His character turns to dumb Simon and he says, I'm going to go in alone and have a look. (laughs) Ah, come on, man. You don't, in a horror movie, there's many things you don't do. You don't say, I'll be right back. You don't have sex. You don't do drugs. You don't drink. And you don't, after hearing a loud bang, you don't say, I'm going to go in alone. (laughs) Ah, 90s. Simon's character begs Wheels not to go, but Wheels goes in anyway, leaving dumb Simon standing alone in the, in the, outside the room. Wheels is then grabbed by Caitlin, who's wearing a mask and a wig, and he's pulled off camera where Tim douses Wheels in ketchup. Simon is still waiting outside as Wheels is cued to appear where he's covered in blood, a.k.a. the aforementioned ketchup, with a knife in his chest, fake one obviously, Reaching out to dumb Simon for help, but Simon runs off as Wheels falls to the ground and dies while Joey laughs off-camera about how fake everything is. Lucy cuts, and Wheels heads off to shower in the boys' change room. You see, I would understand why if, if, if uh, Simon's football character suddenly got all dirty, then yeah, he'd need to shower. But uh, I guess he had to be there. Later, scene 8 is filmed where nerd Joey is walking alone in the hall. And he's quickly grabbed and pulled into a classroom as the door shuts. Nerd Joey then struggles against the classroom's door window door. And he's stabbed to death and dies. Back in the change room, Wheels is showering when somebody enters. Wheels hears something and he calls out asking if anybody's there. He continues to shower as we then get a POV shot of somebody heading toward the shower. As Wheels still has... Uh, He's still hearing something, and he thinks it's Joey playing a joke. And when he sees a shadow on the wall of the lock change room, he quickly grabs a towel and goes to inspect it. And it turns out to be the janitor who's wearing a Walkman with headphones. That's why he didn't hear the shower going. He asks Wheels what he's doing there, and Wheels tells him that he's just taking a shower. Well, he had to, unlike football Simon. Don't know why Simon had to, but I guess he had to be there. 
We then go to Monday. Shane is back in the school. And Spike sees him. And she decides to go up and have a conversation with him. Even though Liz didn't want him to. No, I was thinking I should talk to him. You're just wasting your time. Why? Why don't you just forget about no, him? No, I'm going to talk to him. You're making a mistake. So, don't you go to school? I go to a special school. People like me. Luke says you're way better. You want to go to a movie sometime? I don't think so. Why not? I just don't think we should. Dumb jerk! Shane, I'm really sorry about what's happened. Let's go. But I think we both should get on with our lives. Come on, we have to go. I'm fine. Listen. Maybe we can go have a coffee sometime or something and talk. Come on. As friends? That would be nice. Okay. We're going to be late for class. Come on, let's go. I got to go. Bye. Bye. And this would be the last that we see of the Shane characters, if, if I recall correctly, until, of course... In the next generation where Emma, now in high school, goes looking for her father after hearing a bunch of false stories about him. And it's not the original Shane actor portraying Shane. However, I did read somewhere that they did film scenes with adult Shane for Next Generation using the original actor. But they were never, they were like left on the cutting room floor. So yeah, when they do eventually, when Emma does go looking for her dad after hearing a bunch of, I forget what she was told about him. But she wasn't told the truth. She eventually discovers the truth, and uh, but it's it's a def it's different it's a different uh, guy playing Shane. Anyway, meanwhile Lucy presents her film to the class. She thanks everybody who took part, and it, it was like it seemed like half of this class was involved in the filming. So I'm just saying, but they obviously haven't seen the for the finished project yet, and she's excited to to see what the class thinks of it movie starts and throughout the movie everybody in the class is they're just laughing at everything and they're laughing at snakes crappy acting <laughs> they're laughing at caitlin calling the guys chicken they were even laughing at the it creeps uh ketchup thing on the wall being washed off they were even laughing at that and with all this laughing lucy's just not happy about it she's upset that nobody's taking it seriously so she quietly leaves the room and goes out and sits in the hallway where she's eventually joined by Mr. Wallfish, who tells her that she did a great job and it's a blockbuster super smash, and you made it. And she just, you know, just do better next time and keep it up. And he tells her, come on back in. And while we're while he's telling her all this, we're still here in the class laughing in the classroom. But he insists that she go back and join her peers. She eventually does. Where we see dumb Simon's character killed in the shower. And then the killer appears on screen, removes the mask and the wig, and it's Kaylin. As she then turns, and we see the end in ketchup on the change room walls. And at this point, the students are watching. They're not laughing anymore. They're into the movie. Not totally into, like, oh my god, oh my god, but they're not laughing anymore. 
which Lucy is digging. She gets, she starts to grow a quick smile, and she's loving it. And everybody cheers and they clap for Lucy's It Creeps movie, and we get the credits. And try as you may, but when when you're young and you make a like I'm talking high school, and you make a horror movie with your friends, and then you show the finished product to your friends and others. Odds are they're going to laugh at a lot of this stuff. Not because it sucks, but because seeing your friends acting can be somewhat amusing. Especially if they cannot act for shit, Snake. But anyway, that was It Creeps. Not only the feminist horror film, but the episode of Degrassi High. A, uh, an okay episode. Uh, we, we got to see uh, Shane and Spike, which was good. I, that was great to see uh, Shane returning and to give some closure to... Uh, Shane and uh, the Shane and Spike universe, and uh, yeah, it creeps. Anyway, <laughs> we go on to the finale of season one of Degrassi High, episode fifteen, entitled "Stressed Out." Air date February thirteenth, nineteen ninety. And we start, and it's uh, final exams are they're approaching. Kaylin has to return some books to the library. And when she does, we see Ms. Avery there, and Ms. Avery's not, she's not looking too happy. And she's looking at a piece of paper. And uh, she's looking uh, quite upset, you know. She's still looking hot, but she's looking upset. Caitlin returns some books, and she makes a little joke. She's thinking, that, oh, I'm sure this is all of them, ha ha ha. But Miss Avery just tells Caitlin, just put the books down. Put them down. And after returning the books, Caitlin... She notices that Miss Avery's not too happy, and she asks her about it. Ask uh, Miss Avery if anything's wrong, but Avery quickly snaps and says nothing's wrong. Caitlin just stands there in shock, and Avery snaps again at Caitlin, asking her what the hell she's looking at, and telling her to get the hell out. She didn't get to say that, but get out. Go. And when Caitlin leaves, Avery takes the piece of paper she was reading and crumples it up, and we get the intro. So obviously a uh, hot Miss Avery... Is uh, not happy about something. Hmm, wonder what it is. After the intro, the latest exam is over. Caitlin, Maya, and Diana leave classes. Maya and Diana are happy. They're done, but Caitlin still is concerned about Ms. Avery. Maya tells Caitlin that Ms. Avery is just stressed out like everybody else around this time of year with exams. And the three of them, they head to their lockers to clean them out. Meanwhile, Michelle is at a water fountain. She's got a box of pills called Perk Ups. She takes a pill and drinks some water. And as she's putting the box away in her bag, BLT shows up with Bronco and another dude doing some raps. BLT notices Michelle putting the box into her bag and he asks her about it. You know, what's in the bag? Which What's up, man? But Michelle doesn't want to, she doesn't want nothing. She doesn't want to say nothing. She snaps at him. Here's man, all these women are snappy. They should have been in the horror movie. <laughs> Maybe they'll, they can be in Nick Creeps Part 2. The return of Dumb Simon. No, he's dead. Well, pfft. dumb people like Dumb Simon return from the dead, unfortunately. Michelle apologizes, and she says that she just gets snappy during exams, and she shows BLT the caffeine pills. BLT asks Michelle, what are you taking drugs for? Michelle says that they're not drugs, and she says that they're, 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 just, like taking, they're just like having lots of coffee. And she heads off to work. Me, myself, I've never taken any caffeine pills or or even coffee. I used to work at a donut shop every other weekend night shift in my last two years of high school. 
And even being as dead tired as I was, I could never drink coffee. I, coffee, I, I like coffee crisps, crisp chocolate bars, and even coffee cake. But coffee itself, it doesn't matter how much cream or milk or sugar you put in it. I can't drink it. It just doesn't agree with my, my uh, taste buds. So, yeah. But I've also never done the uh, caffeine pills type of thing. Never done any of that kind of stuff. Not even, I don't even care for alcohol. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm pretty much straight edge. You're all jealous. Elsewhere, Snake is stressing out about his science exam. Wheels and Joey, they're about to go do some studying for their next exam. Wheels wants to go play some video games first so they can do some relaxing. Joey says he'll go, but Snake Snake says he can't because he's he's got his driving test to do. Uh, with his father. And his driving exam is also coming up. Snake is pretty sure he's going to pass this time. He thinks that everything he has covered, that he's got everything covered, but Wheels and Joey, they just keep taunting him and make fun of him, saying that he can, he's got everything covered, but he just can't pass the stupid test. Later on, Caitlin, Maya, and Diane are cleaning out their lockers when Caitlin comes across a moldy, old, nasty green sandwich in her locker and a few books that she forgot to return. You know, I never would have thought this from Caitlin. I mean, she's, she looks clean, proper. Well, except when she was hanging out with Claude. Maybe it was during her Claude phase. That's how that sandwich ended up there. It was, yeah, we'll just, we'll just call it the Claude sandwich. Uh, anyway, she leaves to return the books. We cut to the library where Hot Ms. Avery is lecturing Dwayne and his crew about books that he has to return. Dwayne just rolls his eyes and he tells, he tells Ms. Avery to not, not to have a bird. Don't have a bird. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Avery tells Dwayne that she doesn't like his tone And Dwayne mockingly apologizes and leaves Telling her, please don't suspend me <laughs> I mean, bloody hell, it's the last couple days of school So, yeah, Dwayne Well, some interesting stuff coming for Dwayne We're gonna see that, man Anyway, Caitlin arrives and she sets her books down And she turns to leave when Miss Avery calls out to her She stops Caitlin and she apologizes to her for snapping earlier Hot Avery then explains that she was upset because she won't be back next year. Caitlin asks why. Avery tells Caitlin that the school board... To ask the school board, not her. Caitlin then asks Avery if they fired her. Ms. Avery does not say yes or no. She just continues to go on a tear. And says that she's had it up to here with the board. And she doesn't care. And kids that don't listen... She doesn't care. It's just kids that don't listen... Doesn't care about anything, and upon hearing all this, Caitlin just assumes that the board fired Hot Avery. Caitlin then plans uh, to have a letter of protest with Maya and Diana against the board for the firing of Ms. Avery. After everything she's done to help them all in the past, Maya and Diana are hesitant, but Caitlin insists, saying that she'll type it out that night and she'll get a bunch of kids to sign it the next day. The next day, Caitlin is handing out the aforementioned letter of protest. She gets Liz and Spike to sign it. Spike bringing up that it was uh, Avery who got Spike to not drop out of school when Spike wanted to. Elsewhere, Snake, he's just convincing himself that he's sick and that he shouldn't be there. Joey tells Snake that he feels just a little warm, but, you know, it's nothing to get worried about. Snake still thinks that it's a bad sign, saying that there's he's... Only there because his mom made him go. Wheels with a jar of peanut butter, Skippy peanut butter. So I wonder, I'm wondering if uh, 
Skippy sponsored the, this episode in the previous one. I mean, Lucy was wearing a Skippy shirt. Wheels with his jar of Skippy peanut butter and a slice of toast and a knife. <laughs> Which is funny. We're going to find this out. We're going to get to that later with the toast. Wheels reassures Snake that once he gets into the classroom to take the exam, everything's going to be fine. But Snake isn't convinced. <sighs> As Wheels leaves Snake's alone, holding the hinge, he leaves Snake holding the jar of Skippy. <laughs> Ah, but he had toast and a knife with the peanut butter. But no toaster. Weird, isn't it? Hmm. Meanwhile, Michelle is still doing whatever it takes to study and to do well on her exams. BLT is worried about her, however. And he wants her to take a break. He's invited her over for dinner. And he tells her that she's been staying up all night and not sleeping. But Michelle says that she doesn't have time to study any other times because of work. And she still has three exams to do. And passing isn't enough for her, as her dad thinks that everything that she's been doing, like getting her own place and a job, has been hurting her future and her grades. Michelle admits that her grades have been slipping. BLT is concerned and tells Michelle that he doesn't like her using the caffeine pills. Michelle just brushes it off. Later on, Caitlin is going around getting people to sign her letter. She approaches Dwayne, Tabby, and Nick, asks them to sign it. And they just laugh at her, saying that the school needs less teachers, not more. Dwayne calls Dwayne, sorry, Caitlin calls Dwayne a moron and says if they can't appreciate, cannot appreciate a good teacher, then that's their problem. And she storms off, where she runs into Mr. Radich, who heard about the uh, letter of protest, and he asks Caitlin about it. And he tells Caitlin that Ms. Avery was not fired. And she knew that the job in the resource center was for just one year. And the previous person who held the job is now going to be returning. And there we go. And he tells Caitlin that Ms. Avery was offered another job. But Avery turned it down. And upon hearing this, Caitlin gets angry. After she got people to sign the letter and she storms off. Later on, classes end and BLT looks at Michelle out in the hall. Michelle gets a little angry and tells BLT to not to, not to nag her. As she takes a caffeine pill and walks off. Oh, Michelle, come on. <laughs> we then cut to Scooter and Bond, who are cleaning out their lockers. And what does Bond find his, in his locker? Well, by golly, he finds a toaster. <laughs> and he didn't even know, he doesn't even know how the hell it got there. <laughs> Maybe Wheels knows. <laughs> I love that, that little subtle Easter egg. Wheels, he's got the peanut butter and he's got a knife and he's spreading... No, he's got the peanut butter and a knife and a piece of toast. You can tell by the sound that the knife is making as it's, pe as it's spreading on that scraping sound. You can tell it's toast, but there's no toaster there. The toaster was in Bond's locker, so I love that little Easter egg, man. It makes you think. <sighs> Caitlin appears, and she's flagged down by Maya and Diana, who want to have a going-away party for Hot Ms. Avery later in the week, but Caitlin doesn't want any part of it. She tells them that this year has been the worst of her entire life. Thank you, Claude. And she hates the school, and she's not going to go to Avery's dumb party. Way to go, Claude. <sighs> Meanwhile, in the cafeteria, Joey is studying as he has one more exam. And Wheels is giving Snake a throat exam. <laughs> Wheels says he doesn't feel anything wrong with Snake's throat, but Snake insists that he's actually sick. He tells them that he missed his driving test because if he can't pass it while he's well, there's no way he's going to pass it when he's sick. Wheels tells Snake that he has to make himself relax. 
and he gets Snake to practice some breathing exercises with him. Joey then joins them, and they're all cl- have their eyes closed, doing some heavy breathing exercises. When Dwayne and his crew show up, they stand there, they look at them, and they laugh quietly <laughs> and walk away. <laughs> Later on, Caitlin returns her locker, uh, her lock, uh, to Alex, who's sitting at a desk, and she gets a yearbook. When Aunt Mids Avery appears, and she wants to talk with Caitlin. I heard about the petition. It was a letter of protest. Whatever. It was a nice gesture, and uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, right. Why did you lie to me? I have never lied to you. Yes, you did. You told me that they fired you, but really they offered you a job and you turned it down. Do you know what that job was? A roving teacher. A teacher without a class, a, a, a permanent substitute. So? So? So I can't accept that. That is not what I want. You said all you wanted was a chance to teach. Yes, I want to teach. With a class of my own, students of my own. I won't be half a teacher. So you quit teaching because you want to teach. That makes a lot of sense. that's what you think, fine. Goodbye. Goodbye. What are you staring at? Nothing. Uh, And I love it, Alex, getting put in his place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's such a great character just to pick on here and there. (laughs) People today would call it bullying. I call it, hey, why not? (laughs) Anyway, she did apologize quickly to him afterwards, though. So, yeah, stop your whining if you're one of those people who get all uppity. Anyway, later in the library, BLT greets Michelle and she's still studying. Ready for the geography exam? It's in five minutes. Five minutes? Oh, no. It's awful. I lost track of time. I'm not ready. I'll blow it. I know I'll blow it. Calm down. Why should I calm down? Why are you always telling me what to do? You're worse than my dad. You know that? Oh, everything's going wrong! Hey, relax. Don't relax. What's going on? Why don't you leave me on the phone? Why don't you stop bugging me? Michelle, stop it! You stop it! You stop it! Michelle? 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 Somebody get the nurse! Michelle? Is she okay? Michelle, wake up. Michelle, what's wrong with her? She's fainting. Michelle? Michelle? Uh, poor Michelle, man. She's trying so hard. And they, in my opinion, they did a good job establishing the Michelle character uh, in this season of Degrassi High. As well as the the last uh, season or two of Degrassi Junior High, but this season they really uh, they really focused a lot more on her. So I started to I started to really dig the Michelle character. I even ended up back I, as I said, man, back in the day I crushed on pretty much all the the, the Degrassi girls, man, and Michelle was one of them as well. Ah, but she's trying so hard. 
Anyway, later on, the final exams are finally finished, and it's the end of school year officially as Dwayne and his crew celebrate in the halls. Ms. Avery is called to the office, and when she leaves, we see a bunch of kids, including Alex. Uh, Arthur was there, and a few others. And they're, they're wheeling in a cart for Ms. Avery's surprise going away party. They're wheeling into the library, and they start to get everything set up before she returns. Elsewhere, Michelle is talking to the school nurse who tells her to stop taking the caffeine pills as they can cause hyperactivity, insomnia, dehydration, and more. Michelle agrees to stop taking the pills and she's greeted outside of the office by BLT. She apologizes to him and BLT wants her to tell him that he was right and she does tell him that he was right and BLT basks in the glory of a woman telling a man that he was right and she throws books at him and they run off laughing meanwhile Ms. Avery returns to the library where she is greeted by the surprise party and she's super happy with that hot Ms. Avery smile Lucy gets Avery to sign a yearbook for LD when Arthur and Yick asks for an update on LD if she's cured LD says that LD is back home as the cancer is now in remission Bond then appears, and he offers to give Ms. Avery the toaster that he found in his locker. <laughs> ah, seriously, I love the little Easter kids. I was—I never noticed the, the the wheels peanut butter on toast when I first watched this episode back in the day. But watching it for this episode of Degrassi Body, see you on Grapes.com. I am Nairby everywhere. That's when I realized it, and when I when when I was watching, I was thinking, "What the hell is where the where the hell does wheels get toast? There's no toaster." I mean, maybe he could have made it at home and then brought the toasted bread with him, but wouldn't it be a little soggy when he scraped it? It sounded like fresh toast, but I guess we found out. He wheels toasted it and then somehow stuffed the toaster in Bond's locker, or he stole Bond's locker's toaster from his locker and returned it. But I love that little Easter egg. That's great. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, Maze Avery awkwardly accepts the, the toaster, which has a dent in the side. Wheels then offers Joey some cake, but Joey refuses as he's worried about his marks, which are due to come out uh, uh, the following Monday. Wheels tells Joey to just relax as there's nothing he can do about it now. And they do more breathing exercises as tomorrow, summer starts. No more school until school. Ah, but that's true, man. Worrying. A lot of people worry about stuff that they have no control over, so why waste time worrying? Because when something finally happens, should it happen, are you going to feel any better about it because you spent all that time worrying about it previously? No. Come on, man. You're wasting energy. Anyway, Kaylin goes to the party apologizing for being... And apologizes to Ms. Avery for being rude. Avery forgives Caitlin. Avery then also thanks Caitlin for inspiring her to apply for another job. And she gets a... She received a teaching position up north... She thanks Caitlin for the help. They tell each other that they'll miss each other and they hug. Snake then appears and shows Hot Ms. Avery his new driver's license as he obviously passed. As Caitlin is happy that she finally got something right, she grabs a streamer and does a little twirl and a big smile. We get the freeze frame and the credits, thus ending Degrassi High Season 1. A very good season. And I, I just wish that we saw more of, of Melanie, the Melanie character, but I understand why we didn't. 
as with a new school, they needed to establish new characters. <sighs> but I still wish. I mean, they could have done more episodes. How many episodes were in this season? I think 15. I think there's 13 in season 2. Which we're going to start next week on Degrassi Buddy episode 19. With Degrassi High season 2, episodes 1, 2, and 3. Entitled Bad Blood Part 1, Bad Blood Part 2, and Loyalties. And this season of Degrassi High is uh, ultimately my favorite season of the Degrassi universe. Especially because of, well, the what happens in Bad Blood Parts 1 and 2. As the wrestling fan in me, I've always been a sucker for storylines and angles where former enemies eventually become acquaintances and no longer enemies and then become friends. So season two of Degrassi High, I, I love it. So and Bad Blood Parts One and Two, probably my all my overall favorite episodes of Degrassi shows, period. And those who know of these episodes, yeah. You know what happens. Anyway, that's coming next week at CerealAndGrapeJuice.com. Also, Degrassi Buddy available on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Tell everybody. Tell all your friends. Tell your enemies because you never know. They may be your friends one day as well. Write it on your toasters. Also, uh, oh, also, yes, my Twitch. I have a Twitch. Uh, Nairbydo, N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O, which I've been working on for the past uh, couple weeks. And... Creating graphics and alerts and OBS. So if you're a gamer, go subscribe to my Twitch channel. N-A-I-R-B-N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O. Nairbidoo. All one word. On Twitch. As I will be twitching more as the weeks go by on that channel. And I'm very excited about it. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Uh, is that it? That I'm pro- I'm, I feel like I've forgotten something. <sighs> Well, maybe I'll remember next time. Anyway, but also go check out Narbles and Broomheads, the podcast, for their perspectives. And as I said, next week we start the Grassy High Season 2, which is 13 episodes. So at three episodes apiece, uh, there's probably a total of 3, 6, 9, 12, uh, three episodes of Grassy Buddy left. Since the finale, well, actually four. As we're most likely going to do uh, uh, episodes 1 to 3, uh, 4 to 6. 7 to 9, and then 10 to 13. So that's 4 episodes. Yeah, and then School's Out, which will be 5. So 5 episodes of Degrassi Buddy left, and then we will be moving on to Bayside Buddy, where we will be recapping Saved by the Bell. Yeah, so stay tuned for all of that. Go to SeerOnGrapeJuice.com, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at IamNairby, and on Twitch, do. Give me support, throw me some cash so I can upgrade my Switch Switch my Twitch, and we will see you next time here on Degrassi Buddy. It creeps, but get ready. Bad Blood, Episodes 1 and 2. Very, very legendary. We'll see you then. <laughs>